0: Listening to www.infinite Enjoy the Zen-inspired talks given by Michael McAllister. Thank you for tuning in again to another edition of Commuter Zen. This recent uh, spate of uh, communications that I've been offering, once again, they've been on video, and I uh, am attempting to get through these stacks of letters that uh, have been sent my way. The one that I wanted to deal with today, I think is a uh, remarkably good question, and uh, uh, I apologize it's taken me so long to get back to uh, Margaret from Singapore. She writes... Michael, your position on traditions confuses me. I've followed the Vipassana teachings as well as the Vajrayana teachings for many years. And while your words seem to correspond with the core of each of these traditions, as well as Zen, you seem to negate their importance every once in a while. Could you address this? It's been my experience, Margaret, from Singapore, that um, we tend to look at various aspects of, Uh, non-dual teachings or spiritual teachings and adhere to the teachings themselves instead of where the teachings are pointing. As a result it's very common for tremendous confusion to unfold for people when they look for instance at their Vipassana practice or their Vajrayana practice and instead of having that practice point them toward realization, they get mired and kind of locked into the practice itself. We could say the same for any wisdom tradition. Indeed, uh, Christians, Hindus, Muslims, Jews, uh, they all can run this risk of looking at the tradition itself as being the awakening. And it never, ever is. That said, I think traditions can be very important. In essence, I look at uh, traditions as offering each practitioner a superstructure, uh, and this superstructure allows for a tremendous amount of interior examination that is guided and that is supported by this, if you will, exoskeleton. Then what happens is, The practitioner is able to uncover what is precisely on the other side of this exoskeleton and they begin to see spiritually that the radical felt realization of awakening a direct awakening occurs when what is outside of that superstructure equals what is inside they recognize that there is a total oneness we begin to uncover within ourselves the radical simplicity and elegance of the awakened truth that all things are precisely one, that there is no division, there is no boundary, that we are always, already, awake. To the extent that traditions can point us in that direction, I think they are wonderful. But, if the pointing doesn't accompany an actual fearlessness to tread that path, then we tend to get mired in, uh, mired in the tradition. And this is a very common, uh, understandable thing. I certainly don't, uh, don't want to take anything away from what uh, traditions can do. Yet at the same time, I think it's incumbent upon the realizer or the practitioner or the seeker, to become a non-seeker. To become one with all that is. And from that point of wisdom, from that point of unfolding, we uh, can recognize a spontaneous uh, expression of compassion in everything that the uh, practitioner does. So, uh I've rambled on for quite a while here but uh, essentially what we're looking at is a uh, a traditions point us in the direction of direct realization. If we don't walk that path realization never happens. Margaret, thank you so much for your question and bows to all of you. You are listening to smile org enjoy these zen inspired talks given by michael mcallister